Hey guys, welcome to the Next Level Mamas podcast. I'm here to encourage and empower you to create a life that you love as you head toward your own next level. Now, let's go. guys, welcome back to Next Level Mama's podcast. Last week, we looked at what we've created, good and bad, hopefully just to help you see how much control you actually have in your life. The goal is to get in the driver's seat and follow that map that we actually create for ourselves. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of real life examples of something that I decided to do and how I went about taking that action. The first thing that comes to mind when I was thinking about this was Christmas time, probably five years ago, a teenager got for Christmas, they had asked for a keyboard for a Christmas present. And it wasn't a little childish one, it was a real like Panasonic nice keyboard. And I looked at it and I thought, Wow, that would be really fun. I wonder if I could learn how to play the piano. This just came out of me no, from nowhere. Like I don't have any music experience, don't know how to read music, never played an instrument, but this just came to me like, whoa, I wonder if it's possible and wouldn't that be fun? So these things came to my brain. And then I thought, wow, how could I make that possible? If other humans have learned to play the piano, it's probably possible for me. Now that's just kind of where you start when you get an idea. Then you ask your brain some really good questions like, if I wanted to learn how to play a keyboard piano, where would I start? Then, I envisioned like what is my desired outcome my desired outcome was really just to I didn't want to go on tour with my band or anything like that I just wanted to play for myself just some praise and worship music just to have some fun plus I love anything that uses my brain to learn something new because I know that's really so good for us then I, I pictured myself playing it just for myself in a room and singing and just having a great time. So I had that vision and then I asked my brain the question like, how could I make this possible? Obviously, I, I came up with some action steps and it started with, I've got to, I've got to actually get a keyboard. That's simple. That is one that I know I can accomplish. So I went about brainstorming, like, how would I get a keyboard? How much does a keyboard cost? What's the best, most affordable kind of keyboard? So I kind of went on, did some research. That was one of my action steps. Then I decided how I was going to get it. Then I decided, like, what am I going to do once I get it? I had options. I could search out a piano teacher, or I could do some sort of tutorials on YouTube. So I looked into all of those options and I didn't really want to 
I don't want this to sound bad, but I wasn't really interested in learning how to read music. I just wanted to play the piano. I know that sounds odd, but I knew that like I don't need to know the ins and outs of how to write music or read music in order to just play some simple notes and chords on the piano. That started my journey looking for different instructors and tutorials on YouTube, which if you ever have this vision, there is so much available out there. And that's really all I've done so far. Now, once I got the piano and I found some people that had tutorials available, what I needed to do next was come up with like, when am I going to work on this? And that involved getting out my calendar and deciding like some time slots. When do I have available that I could actually practice? Now, when I first got the keyboard, I set it up, I was so excited. I got the little tutorials I had already been kind of watching and they make it look so easy, by the way. Got out the tutorials and I started to try to play just some basic chords. And I really quickly learned that, wow, this is way harder than they made it looked. But I decided that I could do this for multiple days a week and I could do it just for like five minutes, 10 minutes, because really that's all my brain could handle before I would get frustrated, want to like send the keyboard back and decide there's no hope for me. But I decided thankfully to just try for like five or 10 minutes a few days a week. Therefore, I developed a habit and I put it on my calendar and developed a habit of doing this little bit of practice because I knew that mind muscle memory was, it was a real deal. And I knew that I could overcome it. Even if I was the most basic of basic piano players, I didn't care. I was going to have fun at it. Now, I'm not going to say I had a lot of haters, but I had some doubters out there that were like, what are you doing? You're like, I was probably like 46 years old, maybe 47. I can't really remember. I was really much older than the average person who is usually like five when they learn how to play the piano. Therefore, I had a lot of people that maybe might have doubted me. But since then, I have played a lot of songs and I can play almost any song to like with chords. I basically go off of chords and... Um, keys out of chords. I don't know how to describe it, but I love it. And I've since found an app that I use called Chordify and it'll take any music and put out the chords for it. And you can just play along. And as you do it over and over and over again, you tend to master it. And surprisingly, a lot of songs use the same chords over and over again. It's It's been a fun, fun road and I love it. I highly suggest it, but that's just like I had that dream, I had the vision, and then I made it happen. I broke it down one step at a time. This is where I get the idea that everything in life is a goal. Anything that you want to do, you can set it up like a goal and you can make it happen. Now, I'm gonna give an another example because some of us have goals to improve relationships and you would think oh this is like not a goal this is this is harder to do or this should just come naturally but if you're a human you know that relationships are not natural relationships are fostered they are intentional if you want a if you want to have a relationship with a friend 
you have to actually make a time in your life to get together you have to plan things out because often we see someone maybe at a bookstore or at the mall and say hey we should have coffee sometime but it never goes farther than that not that we don't want to have coffee with that friend but we just get busy like life is so busy that we just don't we just don't make it happen which is very common now if you want to make it happen this is kind of what i did i do have relationships that are very intentional that are very good one in particular is a relationship with a friend now i thought i love this friend but i don't spend enough time with this friend how could i make our relationship a little more intentional because there's nothing worse than finding out that your friend was struggling but they never called you about it that's a sign that's a sign that you're not a part of their inner circle and if you want to be a part you have to create that now envisioning the desired outcome is where you start what kind of outcome did i want with this friend i wanted a friend that if i was struggling i could call this friend i could text this friend at any time and they would be there to help me and that's the kind of friend that this person is if i have a struggle i can notify her send out the alert and she will be praying for me like for real she's not just a person that's like yeah i'll be thinking of you no she's really praying for me and she asks me about it later and it's just a beautiful relationship now what was my part in it now i had the idea of like i want to make this better i want to make this richer deeper more intentional i had to get outside of myself and i actually had to ask her like hey would you like to do this with me you have to actually reach out to the friend and ask them i asked her if she wanted to be a part of well i've asked her so many things it's ridiculous and she does them all one of the things i had a goal to go to 50 spin classes by my 50th birthday and she was like sure i'll do it with you we've since gone to so many spin classes and walk and we actually get together at least twice a week and walk and talk and share our lives and spin and talk and share our lives but it's because I had that original goal, I would say, desired outcome, and then I asked, and then we planned, and then we implemented. I asked her if she and her husband would mind if they would like to do a date night with myself and my husband. Something like that is what you do with other people. You'd say, hey, we should go out sometime, but you never do. Now, we decided, I decided, say, hey, could you commit to the second Friday of every month? You can, you, if it's a repeatable thing that you can put on your calendar, people are more likely to show up for it because you get reminders and you see it and you get in a habit of, oh, it's the first Friday or it's the second Friday. It's our date night with them. Then it actually has worked out beautifully now if we have a conflict then we can rearrange it if we want to but this is just an idea of how i fostered a relationship that was very important it's one of my closest relationships now and i wouldn't trade it for anything but it did take a goal and it took a vision and some steps of implementation to get to the desired outcome which is getting better and better all the time now 
anything you want to create can be formed into this sort of goal format. Now, when someone says to me that they don't make goals, I think that they just don't have an understanding of what a goal is. Everything you want to do is a goal. If you want to go see a movie the first day it releases, now, this was a huge deal for my husband. He's a huge Top Gun fan. And he was waiting for that movie to come out since 2020, and they kept moving it back and back and back. Now, he wanted to go see that movie the day it opened. Now, something like that is, it's not going to happen on accident. You're not going to be just driving down the road and look up at the movie billboard and go, Hey, they're showing the newest Top Gun. We should go in real quick and see it. No, because if you are a huge Top Gun fan and you tried to get tickets, they were sold out in advance. This was a goal of his. Therefore, he watched when the date of release came we put it on the calendar and have a reminder like you've got to buy advanced tickets get the tickets and then you go now it started with you can even go as far as like creating a vision of how are you gonna feel like what is it gonna feel like to go see this movie that you've waited like decades to see you're gonna feel excited you're gonna feel thrilled like what will you be wearing are you gonna go to dinner before it are you going to invite friends you can get this vision in advance as you create it in your mind while you create it on your calendar and actually see the power that you have to make it happen because like I said it's not going to just happen on accident great things never happen by accident you want to see the movie you've got to plan it in advance you start with envisioning the outcome of course you're always ready to pivot if something happens like if the movie changes its release date you pivot you see other movies and you put that one on the back burner and then you go back to see it when it does release we always think that we know what we're going to be doing tomorrow but we don't know we just think we do we honestly we do not know what tomorrow holds but we just hope for it and we plan for it and see how that turns out for us now i think though that that is why some people don't dream or they don't try to do big things i think it's out of fear i say the future is not something to be feared the future is somewhere that we focus our minds we focus our minds first and then our actions will follow through on that focus if we get more practiced at planning and taking action we'll actually learn how to adapt along the way when something does have a plot twist or change of plans we learn quickly how to adapt and go around any kind of obstacles that get in our way i believe that our dreams and goals they come from for me, they come from my creator. I get the vision. Now I can either dismiss the vision or I can begin to open my mind to the possibility of something new, maybe something really amazing. Now, one more example, this might be the final example. This is a great one. One example is I can think of a moment. This is the picture. It was a spring day. I had my Labrador Retriever out with me and we were walking through the park, maybe a little bit of jogging, a little bit of walking, and I saw a lady with the 
fluffiest, cutest, old English sheepdog that you've ever seen. This thing was beautifully manicured, brushed out, a huge top knot with a bow. I saw this dog and I had to go talk to this lady. I went over there and was like, I love your dog. I didn't even know what kind of dog it was. I just knew that I wanted a dog like this. And she told me all about it. And her sheep dog was actually a therapy dog. Now my Labrador Retriever was a therapy dog that we took to nursing homes. And I knew that she was getting older. So I kind of had my mind in my next, like what would my next therapy dog look like? What kind of dog would I get? I would wanted a fluffier one for the fur to really like for people to pet and feel it's just so wonderful and i also wanted one a little bit taller because my lab was a little too short for certain wheelchairs and beds and things like that so i had in my mind kind of the the height and look of a dog but when i saw this dog i was in love i stopped her she was so kind she told me that hers was a therapy dog too i knew that that was uh, that was just a sign for me that this was meant to be now i went home and told my family and my husband about this dog and when i say there were some doubters out there i am not kidding the eyes rolled, the doubts spewed out like, what? That's ridiculous. Those are funky looking dogs. I, but I planted that seed in their mind. And I'm just going to tell you, it doesn't matter what others think is possible. It's your dream. It's your dream. And you can make more things happen than you believe. Now, it was my dream. And I thought, how am I going to convince him of this? It didn't take a lot of convincing. It just took me like looking up videos of the kind of dogs and getting him on a Facebook group that showed the fun spirit of these dogs and the, the quirkiness and how cute and fluffy they are for him to also get just a little bit of a vision. Now, January of 2019, he actually surprised me and said, you're having a puppy that the baby was that he had ordered a dog and the mom was pregnant with my puppy. And then fast forward, and all that time I was just like planning for it, getting really excited for it. And then in April, we went and picked up the dog. Now, if you've had a puppy, you know that puppies take a lot of work, a lot of work. And to think that I wanted this dog to be a docile, calm therapy dog that I that would be obedient, that I could walk inside nursing homes or hospitals and let people pet and it just be calm. Now, this puppy was real calm at first, but then they come alive. And if you looked at my dog, which her name is Martha Pearl, she is amazing. Now, if you looked at Martha Pearl in her younger days, she was wild. She had so much, we'll just call it spirit to her. She would jump, leap over the couch, full speed, run through the house, tear around, barking, just absolutely full energy as all puppies are really. She was great. But if you looked at her and you thought therapy dog, you would be like, yeah, probably not so much. So we just did training at the house and we let her grow up a little bit. We didn't go straight into let's be a therapy dog. I let her be a, a puppy 
for quite a while. But then when she turned two in, well, the year she was turning two is when I made it a goal. Like, this is our year. We're going to do this. We waited till she was one and a half. And I thought this year is going to be the year that we are going to do our therapy dog training. Looking at Martha, you would be a doubter for sure. But I knew that I didn't have to go from zero to 100. My first goal was just working on basic obedience around the house. Therefore, I got the best treats possible and we worked on our sit and our down and our stay and our shake, like she could shake hands. We just worked on the basic things around the house and I set up time in my schedule to do it like 10 minutes a day. You gotta do things small, really. The attention of a puppy is pretty short, but she was very enticed by these treats. Therefore, it worked pretty well. She learned all that and, this, and I waited until springtime. I thought, well, January, February, March, we will really train hardcore on our stay and our come when we're called and that sort of thing. And then spring, I thought we'll take it outdoors and we'll do off-leash training in the front yard. Now, fast forward to April, we went outdoors. Now, I had a really long, 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 long leash that I could have her on while we practiced our stay and our here for her to come when she was called and to fetch and do different things where I knew that she wouldn't run off down the street because I had her on the long, long leash. Now, that was our outdoor socialization when people came by we would see if she would stay and not chase after them, which was a huge deal for Martha Pearl. She loves people. Then we fast forward again. In June, I signed her up for the first class. I did a lot of research in all of this time, the January through G June. I did the research of like, what classes do we need? What certification do we want? And that sort of thing to narrow it down in the time where we weren't going to classes. I filled my time with the preparation work. It does take prep work. Then we entered our first class. And if you were in that first class with Martha, you would have been for sure a doubter. She was the worst dog in the class. She would not listen. She would not obey. Like she was out of control. But the instructor is a dog expert. And the instructor gave me all kinds of tips of places to take her, to socialize her more, ways to do things using a clicker and um, positive reinforcement. Therefore, we ended up passing that first class, which I'm not sure how, but we got passed through the first class and moved into the intermediate class where we learned even more things. And she really got good. Now we went to Home Depot, Hobby Lobby. We went all the places that you could take a dog inside. Old Navy, by the way, is super fun taking your dog in there. There's lots of dog friendly places that a lot of people don't know about. Now we did all kinds of socializing because she would be there and she would sit and she would let people pet her. Now, after we passed the intermediate class, I guess it was um, in the fall, September, we went to, September and October was the official 
therapy dog class. That one was more serious. We got exposed to different kinds of medical equipment like wheelchairs and walkers and ivy poles, that sort of thing that she was a little bit spooked at first. You wouldn't know it now, but at first she was a little intimidated by different loud sounds and noises to the point where I thought we may not be cut out for this. We may just hang out at Home Depot and be their personal therapy dog because the people there loved her so much. I had kind of decided that that just might be our calling right there and we just didn't know it, but she actually passed her therapy dog class in October of 2021. Now, that was amazing, and that was so great to go from that moment of seeing that sheepdog in the park and then actually creating it, making it happen, getting all the way to the end. And now she is a therapy dog and goes places, and it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful story. And I am so blessed to be living in that story. And so many people are blessed by her. She just loves it. Now, I'm in the end here of this podcast and I will wrap it up. I, I am here to inspire you. That is my goal. If you want to go to get some, I've been doing some journal prompts for you all. If you go to my website, it's nextlevelmamas.com forward slash podcast. I've got some information about the podcast as well as little PDF journal prompts that you can print out and do the questions and kind of go along with me as we go through this life together because we are in it to win the level that we're in. We are here to win the level we're in and then we'll be on to the next level. Now I will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. Have a great week and you should be able to send me messages on the website, messages or questions. I'd love to hear feedback. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye.